Marina the Vet with Pedigree and Whiskers. Love them completely. Spin 103.8, you are welcome to our vet slot. Marina the Vet is here with me in studio. Nice to see you again. Hi Lauren, how are you? Good, thank you very much. Now, um, we finished up the last day just touching briefly on obesity because we had been talking about exercise, particularly with our dogs. And we got a question in from a listener who we were talking a lot about new puppies and getting them used to walking, particularly on the lead. But our listener had said that they have an older dog and it's a rescue and they're not sure they can't gauge you know, how much walking is necessary. So just chatting okay. to you off air, you were saying it can depend what's old. Yeah, old is very relative depending on the breed of the dog or the size of dogs. So younger dogs, or sorry, smaller dogs can live for sometimes 15 years, whereas a giant breed dog is, is senior at about six years of age. So there's a massive range. So you can't say 10 is standard eight old for any dog. It mm-hmm. really does depend. So the breed of dog will make a, it will make a big difference to what's considered senior. And then, but that really varies as well. The rate at which they age very much depends on the individual so you can't have a one size fits all when it comes to exercise for any individual pet you've got to judge a little bit by them and it will depend on obviously their fitness level what they've been used to their weight their overall condition if they have any medical conditions and um, and then you know just the weather if the weather is particularly warm you have to be really careful exercising dogs in the hot weather particularly dogs with really heavy coats because they can overheat a bit more easily darker coloured dogs or the dogs with the short faces they really don't cope with the heat well and I would actually avoid exercising those dogs at all in warmer temperatures and warm could be anything in Ireland over 14-15 degrees especially because they're not used to it and I have seen dogs come in without any sort of complicating history with heat stroke in a 15 degree day and actually wondering was there underlying underlying disease with them but um, there didn't seem to be so just be very careful in hot weather with them. What are the signs that they'll give you that I've had enough I want to go home? So if they're really lagging behind you pulling on the lead you know or if you're having to coax them along stop and let them have a rest you know some dogs obviously are small and people might choose then to carry them home but it's not possible with all of them if they're really forced if they're not happy to go certainly don't force it on them anyway take them home if that's really out of the ordinary for them then I would consider getting them a checkup at the vet mm-hmm. and it could be anything from just they're, they're not as fit they're a bit tired but it can be arthritis in their joints as well so it can be a pain issue for them sometimes it's heart disease or respiratory problems uh, so there's loads of different things that can contribute and a lot of those can be helped or improved but generally if the pet is if they're breathing quite heavily um, certainly if they're making any noise with the breathing that's not usual for them that would be a red flag to stop straight away Um, but if they're lagging behind if they're really dragging then you need to stop you need to let them have a rest and I wouldn't even continue on even if they've recovered I would take them home just make sure they're okay Now you mentioned weight and that is our topic today is Mm -hmm. obesity so let's start with dogs because you mentioned the last day it's a huge issue Very very common unfortunately actually and it's, it's kindness really but people are overfeeding their pets and over treating them possibly you know they're, they're all getting little tidbits from different family members and they won't ration themselves so they will eat everything nice that you give to them most dogs not every dog so it's important that you ration out what they do get over the course of a day and if they are overweight then you've got to start obviously being much more strict measuring their food portions and if they're still not losing weight then you're going to have to go down to things like weight loss diets you can't just keep reducing their portion of their current diet because you may affect their nutritional balance of other nutrients yeah. okay so and you, they don't yeah. understand 
Of course not. No, yeah. no. They uh, haven't a clue. They're like, yeah. yes, I'll take it. Whatever you've got, I'll yeah, eat yeah. it. If, yeah. if I like it, I'll eat it. And, yeah. you know, and then they will, even if it's not good for them. So it's important that we ration it for them. And if you're not sure about your pet's weight, then ask a, you know, a professional or somebody who's used to that. But all dogs should have a waist area behind their ribs. And it's important that we can see that and maintain that. People often blame neutering for pets becoming overweight and they their calorie requirement does reduce. But don't ever have it a reason not to neuter your pet. But do be careful if you think they're putting on weight after being neutered that you may need to reduce their, mm-hmm. their food amount for them. Because without scaring people, but maybe a scare is what we need, what are some of the... Um long-term effects of obesity so the biggest one is probably the joints joint problems actually and it depends on the breed of dog that you have but any dog can have you know joint problems arthritis as they get older but it's more common in bigger breeds hip problems uh, cruciate problems that you hear of commonly with footballers actually is common enough in some of the bigger breed dogs as well and that can be quite a, an expensive problem to yeah. then fix and they can still it's not 100% back to normal if they have arthritis they still will have some problems that need managed in the long term so joint problems would be one of the bigger ones and then heart problems and I think I mentioned this before as well but if they do have to have surgery for any reason anaesthetic risks are higher for them as well so it's it can sometimes be more difficult to then satisfactorily mm-hmm. treat other issues that they might have too. Can I ask you briefly about obesity in cats because I know mm. we focused primarily on dogs but you see an awful lot of fat cats on YouTube. There are a lot of fat cats in people's houses, I think, unfortunately, as well. Uh, people don't actually realise a lot. You know, people mightn't realise with their dogs, but I think that people realise even less when they have a cat that's overweight. And cats take to a sedentary lifestyle very well, and people don't tend to exercise them. You know, that would be common enough. But they sleep a lot. They don't do a lot of activity. And if you do have a cat that's slightly greedy, then you really do need to ration their food. And where to look on a cat to know if they're overweight, and it's not an area that you might go to automatically, but under the the, the bed at the back of it if there's any kind of flabby tissue there they're generally that's them they are starting to be overweight or they are overweight um, and now some cats don't like to be touched there so don't just go to grab that okay. area but <laughs> when they're stood up if you can see a bit of a hang down if you can't see a waist on your cat when you look at them from the side stood up then they're probably okay. overweight as well because some cats are real outdoor cats you know only come oh, yeah. home to be yeah. fed but then some cats will just lie in the window still Absolutely. all day yeah so there's different risk factors and that's down to a lot of times to the personality of the cat rather than the owner um, of course we're responsible for the feeding but cats are more inclined to sometimes go and feed themselves too and they, they hunt but the cats who hunt are less likely to be overweight because they're more active so it's not so much an issue but it should be and it, it's something that anytime you're going in for an annual booster vaccine ask your, your vet um, is my pet's weight okay is it over or under and normally they'll mention it anyway Mm-hmm. I certainly do. So it's something that you can be, you know, there's a lot you can do to help. It is a bit more tricky with cats, but that's why there are weight loss diets out there. And I think in recent times, there are some pet foods that were actually reformulated so that they actually have all the right nutrient levels with a lower calorie amount to reflect the, the type of activity levels that pets have these days as well. Okay, brilliant. Well, consult with your vet then, because as you said, you can't just feed them less. They still need all their nutrients. Yeah. They need to be minded. So absolutely, if you're worried about um, your pet's weight, consult with your vet. Marina, thank you so much for your time today. You're very welcome.